NewsPress.com. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on State and Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Okay. Thank you for tuning in. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry, and welcome to Mortgage Matters going to be a great show. I know it's going to be a great show because I have a great guest with me. She's going to be coming in after the first commercial break. It's going to be Deborah Schwartz. She is a legend in Santa Barbara. Her mom's a legend in Santa Barbara. We're going to be chatting with her. She serves on the Santa Barbara uh, City, um, the city planning commission and she's done that for 10 years she is very bright very smart very articulate i've had the great pleasure of serving with her on um our education committee at santa barbara association of realtors i've had the great pleasure of knowing her for a while and uh interacting she's in the studio right now deborah say hello Hello, and thanks for having me today, Guy. Well, I'm really pleased that you're here. As I explained, I, I'm really excited to get to you, but it is a mortgage show, and I've got to do my mortgage market stuff right now, and, and I have my little things that I have to do just to stay in compliance. So bear with me, and we're going to bring you in after the first commercial break. My name is Guy Rivera. As far as compliance goes, my... Um, my licensing information is, my NMLS number is 57662. My BRE number is 01220403. I have Guarantee Mortgage, Santa Barbara, 1736 State Street. Victoria and I opened that office 20 years ago. And uh, we're real proud of that. Uh, we keep going. We're part of American Pacific Mortgage. They're out of Roseville. And we are really proud to have those guys as our parent company. But I have been with the same company, Guarantee Mortgage, for all of that time, and that is just a wonderful thing. So with that being said, we move into my uh, my engineer, right-hand guy, Richard Dugan. How you doing today, Richard? You been here all week long? Yeah, have you, okay. Have you checked the voicemail? Have you checked... The answer machine. Any calls from me from, say, uh, Jeff Bridges? No, he did not. <laughs> Jeff Bridges didn't call again. All right. Well, Jeff, if you're out there, you want to talk mortgages, not like you need one or anything, I'm your guy in the mortgage industry. As you know, we run in the same circles, know the same people, eat at the same restaurants. So if you just want to chat about mortgages, I'm your guy. Right, Richard? Okay, let's jump right into it. I say that every time, Deborah. Not like he's gonna call, but you know, it's my thing. People know me for that. It was uh, at first. It was, oh, Dennis Miller. We were both podcasters. Now, mm -hmm. I went on to bigger and better with Jeff Bridges. <laughs> uh, besides, Jeff's been here forever, and you know, Dennis is a transplant. So there you go. Um, okay, so this week is a, it's a, it's an exciting week in the mortgage industry. And why is it an exciting week? Because members of the Federal Reserve will convene today. They have convened to discuss the current state of the U.S. economy and monetary policy with the statement being released tomorrow, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Fed Chair Powell will hold a press conference. There's a 0% chance of a rate hike to the Fed fund rates. But what's going to be interesting, the statement reads and what Powell says at his press conference afterwards. You know, usually, you know, they, they lean one way or another. Look, the economy's doing real well. We are going to stay the course or, 
you know, we're concerned with this, and then that'll send ripples through the bond market. And as I've stated on this show many times over the past five years, um, you know, the Fed, when they talk, people listen. The markets listen. Rates are affected. So you got to just keep an eye on it. Uh, if you're in the middle of a real estate transaction right now and you want to be in the know, if your loan officer is not keeping you informed on a daily basis, you still have the opportunity to be in the know, be proactive with your transaction that's going on. Heck, I talk to some, uh, some of my clients every other day, um, and they dig it. They, they, they love the fact that um, that communication is there. If you don't have it with your current loan officer, initiate it. You know, there's some great loan officers in this town. Most of them aren't real busy. Um, so they have the time to talk to you. They have the time to be transparent, to bring to the forefront information regarding your loan as it should be. Um, so be proactive. Make the first call. Make, you know, you, don't, you shouldn't have to, but if you're not being communicated with, if you, things are not, you know, then, um, then make the call because you deserve it. Now, the bond is trading just above 102.19 level, a ceiling prices that have a difficult time moving above, which means that, um, you know, rates have found a home. If they go below or above a certain ceiling or floor, then rates can go up or down. If you watch that 10-year note on CNBC, you'll see the little ticker, and I've said this time and time again, if the yield goes down, your rates are going down. That's a good benchmark for you. If that number goes up, then rates should tick up a little bit. But as of right now, the yield on the 10-year is around 2.65, 2 2.6, 2.6, somewhere around there. Um, and rates have found a home, in my opinion. Also talking about rates yesterday with a client, they asked, well, actually at the class that I um, was guest speaker, Richard, and I've shared this before with Ruth Ambovi. She is she teaches real estate at Santa Barbara City College, and she's been gracious enough to asked me to come and speak on that for the past, I don't know, three or four years. And I love doing that. I love talking as a guest speaker regarding mortgage financing to the, to the class that she's teaching on real estate, Santa Barbara City College. As a matter of fact, I wake up, I ask my wife, you know what day it is, right? She says, yes, I do, professor. I'm professor for the day. <laughs> my staff... I said, you know what day it is? Yeah, we know, Professor. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. And um, and last night we got into some great topics, actually. We got off topic, but it was all about mortgage financing. We dug deep into, into the book and just showed them what things are going to matter, what things they're going to reference to when they get far into their careers. If they decide to... Um, Go ahead and get licensed and become a, uh, a licensed real estate agent. Richard's giving me that finger because I'm going to need to take a quick commercial break. Um, but I need, do need to make this announcement that we are rebroadcast Tuesdays, 10 p.m., Sundays at noon. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You are correct, sir. Rally bargain market. Bargain market buys overstocks and closeouts with bulk buying power. These savings are passed on to you. Unbelievable prices on current name brand products. Inventory changes, so stop in frequently. Many items, 50 to 75% off. The local wine prices will amaze you. The organic food selection is huge. On Upper De La Vina, convenient and plenty of parking. Rush Rally bargain market. 
Hon, let's really enjoy our Saturday nights. Can I take you out to dinner tonight? Oh, that sounds wonderful, but my favorite outfit needs dry cleaning. No worries. Oh, I'm still worried. You shouldn't be, because with one hour of martinizing, you could stop worrying. If you need a last-minute outfit cleaned, they can have it ready for you that evening, even on Saturdays. One hour martinizing with three locations, Turnpike Center near Vaughn, San Roque Plaza next to the post office, and Montecito's Coast Village Center near Vaughn's. They do it, and they do it with a smile. Chuck's Waterfront Grill and the Endless Summer Bar Cafe. If you want to have a good time with your group for any occasion, Katie the manager can make it special. Going into spring break and summertime, we're starting our new cocktail list. We'll have a variety of Mai Tais, um, a few different margaritas. There's more room for a gathering than anywhere else in town. Indoors, outdoors, upstairs or down. When you want to throw a party, do it with Chuck's Waterfront Grill and the Endless Summer Bar Cafe. We're one of the only places in town that can hold groups from 10 people up to 200 people. The food is fantastic. Fantastic. The beverages are creative. Chuck's Waterfront Grill and the Endless Summer Bar Cafe. Right now we have local black cod. We also have Pacific Swordfish. We're running a few different specials with those on both of our menus. And don't forget dessert. We have a kawaii mud pie, a chocolate lava cake, creme brulee, and McConnell's ice cream. Plan your party today with Chuck's Waterfront Grill and the Endless Summer Bar Cafe. 113 Harbor Way in Santa Barbara. Okay, we are back, and I was chatting with Deborah Shores. We're going to bring her on here pretty quick. Um, like I said, I started this radio show about five years ago to help people come in, maneuver their way about, maneuver their way around mortgage financing. We've had appraisers, title escrow. We've had architects. We we have several different real estate agents. I've actually had another lender on this show. Um, and I just think that uh, this show has, I know this show has helped people because people call me, people come into the office. If you're out there, you're driving by 1736 State Street, you want to talk about your mortgage, your current mortgage, how it can be approved, or you want to talk about a new mortgage, feel free to stop by. Usually I'm at the office. If not, they'll get in touch with me. And uh, let's move on here. So mortgage bonds today continue to make a sideways pattern near one-year high as um, they, you know, the key word for the past few weeks has been complace- complacency. I don't know why. Uh, there is a word of caution. We use Japanese candles uh, charting to help identify early turning of reversal signals. Now, you can't really see this, but if we had this camera on, I would have brought my Chinese candles. And that there, Richard, is an art. It's just like the uh, the Chinese candle or the Chinese counting thing. What was it? What's that called? Do you know, Deborah? The what? Oh, ab- yeah. So, ab- abic... What is it? Abacus. Abacus, yeah. I don't know how to use that, but I do know how to use the, cha- the Chinese candlesticks when it looks when we're charting out. Uh, but when we're charting out um, the forward motions of the bond market, um, as I said, the Fed members kicked off the FOMC Federal Open Market Committee meeting today. Tomorrow we're going to have some some uh, results of that. There are no real economic reports due for release today, and it's pretty uh, pretty light, pretty much on the light side for economic reports this week. I'm going to just go down those. Housing market came in. Housing market index came in yesterday. It was estimated at a 63. It came in at a 62. Um, Wednesday, March 20th, it's estimated to be a... Uh, unchanged and that's the FOMC meeting because nothing's going to happen zero percent chance of a rate hike Um, jobless claims is a moderate market mover 223 jobs estimate that could hit like we 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 missed it last month in a very big way but then it was revised up so that's going to be one to watch this is a moderate market mover but it could be a high market mover Philadelphia Fed index, that is a high market mover, which means if if it comes in way below expectations of 6.0, then the rates could move. They can go. They can they can really go down. Um, so if you're thinking about floating based on that index, 
based on whether or not your rates are going to go down. You know, if you, I'm locking people in on 30-year fixed jumbos at four and a quarter, four and three eighths right now, four and a half. This is very good money. I don't care what anybody says. Um, take it. Don't don't play with the market because if it goes the other way, you're going to be crying. And uh, it just it's it's not worth the tears when it could be avoided. So uh, existing home sales is a moderate market mover. Five point one zero million is coming out on Friday. If that really misses the mark, then we could see some improvements in the rates. Speaking of rates, let's go over them, and then we're going to jump right into um, Deborah Schwartz. So our 30-year conforming, conforming loan limits are at 484.350 here in Santa Barbara County. Zero points at a 4.5%, APR 4.536. High balance 4.375, 4.288 is the annual percentage rate. This is the cool thing. Last night when I was speaking at the real estate class for Ruth Ann Bovey, we got into the APR. And, you know, I talk about it all the time. Most of my clients know about it. I send them a sheet. This is what APR means. But it's been a long time since I really jumped in and, and, and just got pelted with questions from the students. And it really felt good because I was able to answer them <laughs> yeah, correctly. So I kind of felt smart after that. It was pretty cool. Okay, so... Jumbo loans to $3 million, 25 to 20% down. So you can buy a $3.6 million loan, put 20% down, and get 4.375. Now, this is, this is unbelievable money. That's at a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. But for a 7-year fixed-rate mortgage, for the same money, you're at 3.75% with an APR 4.375. Four six eight. You want a ten-year fixed-rate mortgage, ten-year fix with a thirty-year amortization, four percent, same money, three million dollar loan amount. Give me a call. We can go over this. We can price your loan right there in front of you. We're very transparent. Guarantee Mortgage Santa Barbara, seventeen thirty-six State Street. It is Deborah time now. Deborah Schwartz. I like uh, I like the fact that you've agreed to be on our show. Thank you so much, Deborah, for coming on. Thank you, Guy. It's a pleasure to be in studio with you today. Oh, thank you. Deborah Schwartz, you moved to Santa Barbara from Boston with uh, your family in 1967 for your father's uh, academic transition from MIT to the University of California, Santa Barbara. Deborah holds a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science, Linguistics, and English from University of California, Santa Barbara, and earned a Certificate of Ex Executive Development and Marketing Management from Columbia University. Right there, you're very accomplished, but there's more. Prior to returning to Santa Barbara in 2005 for 21 years, Deborah worked in the Bay Area for startups and Fortune 500 telecommunications telecommunications company in companies in various management roles including sales product management and regulatory relations acting as liaison to the California Public Utilities Commission to advance corporate strategic interests Deborah is currently a land use planning and policy consultant and we're going to get in more into that but Deborah is in her 10th year serving on the City of Santa Barbara Planning Commission. Congratulations on that. That's a huge accomplishment. Thank you so much, Guy. It's been an honor, truly. So you've seen a lot of changes as a uh, on the uh, City of Santa Barbara Planning Commission, haven't you? I have, yes. We have four-year terms, and depending upon uh, when one cycles in and, and rotates out, you know, I've served with really had the pleasure to serve with various commissioners who have been uh, dedicated, passionate, professional members of our community. So it's um, it's been a, a pleasure and an honor, as I've said. Well, I can tell you this, that <clears throat> it was great to see you 
in action as, you know, that was my first time at a planning commission, uh, what is it, a hearing, a meeting, was it, hearing. it's called a hearing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you were up there, you asked a lot of questions, as did the rest of the council. They're very analytical. It seems like they sit there and listen, contrary to popular belief. Um, and and you guys do a great job. I, I guess you're in a position... I, I don't know. I've heard, you know, both sides of the fence. You guys are either very loved or you're very hated. What well, we certainly it? don't do it to win popularity contests, or I should say <laughs> one shouldn't. Um, and perhaps if there's uh, uh, equal degrees of dissatisfaction in some of the cases and some of the votes, perhaps we're doing our job really balancing, you know, the needs of the community, uh, interpretation of policy and law and making sound decisions overall for the community long-term, not just the short-term. And I shouldn't have used that word hated because I hate that word. But Hopefully we're not hated, guys. No, you're not hated. (laughs) You are, um, you you, you do a great service to the community, and um, that's how I view it. Then again, I've not had anything come up before you guys got shot down, so we're all good. Let's get right to it. What led you to serve on the city council, on this, on the city of Santa Barbara Planning Commission? What, what motivated you, although it's your background, and you love, I know that you love giving back to the community. That's a non-paying job, isn't it, or is it a uh, paying we, job? We get a modest stipend per meeting, but uh-huh. I would say, uh, you know, all things considered, it really is uh, a pro bono volunteer community service commitment and role. Yeah, so what led me to do it in 2009, I wasn't even considering applying, uh, but a couple of then city council members approached me as I was serving on a county commission, and they strongly encouraged me to consider applying. Uh, I really didn't think, quite frankly, that I had a chance. I was aware of the high bar in being appointed to the city planning commission, Uh, but after much consideration and, again, further discussion, Uh, With these two city council members, I decided to throw my hat into the ring and was appointed and began serving in January of 2010. Speaking of that high bar, I see your accomplishments here, which are um, which are vast here. What I mean, the rest of the council, do uh, do they have to have as much um, educational background as you do? And are they as in-depth? their knowledge, I mean, you, your relations acting as liaison to the California Public Utilities Commission alone should have qualified you just to be a shoe-in, which, what about the rest of the council? Are well, we have all- seven, we have seven appointed commissioners, and we're from all backgrounds, uh, professional, personal, uh, and I think it's a very balanced, diverse group of decision makers that we have on our commission Uh, But there's no one established profile or professional expertise that we need to have. Hopefully, it's a balance of those with technical expertise, whether you're an architect, a landscape architect. But we have uh, Jay Higgins and I are the two private land use planners also on there. And then uh, there's also kind of a, a touch of generalist that I think finds his or her way to the planning commission. And I think that's that makes for a very healthy and productive balance among the decision makers. And we are nonpartisan. And I think that also in this time of great partisanship, we see this uh, at all levels of our government, certainly nationally. I think it is very healthy that we have that at the local government level. So where would I fit in? Just one of those generalists going, hey, that would look good. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm sure you'd be very diligent in, in, in being informed and making some sound decisions. So yeah. you see a lot going through that council chambers. What is mm-hmm. the most challenging experience you've had on the commission? Uh, well, I think <clears throat> I'm going to bookend this in answering that question, Guy, because when I f- first began serving in 2010, it was a zero to 60 miles per hour ramp up for me. We were in the midst of trying to bring home the 20-year general plan. And uh, I had, I think, approximately 3,000 pages of reading in six weeks in order uh, for us to move the general plan, which has eight different components 
uh, on to the city council. So that was significant. And now, currently, uh, we are wrestling with our multifamily housing policy. I'd like to talk with you more about that either today or another time. But that is significant because that will pretend the future of housing, housing development, and those who need housing and deserve housing, which we all do here in Santa Barbara. That'll determine the future. It will. Okay. Because we're currently and we continue to be in a housing crisis. So we do not have enough housing for most of those who live and work here. And uh, that is an issue, and we will talk about that on another show. So that's a great topic. This time, Richard is giving me the index finger, telling me that we've got to take another quick commercial break. We're speaking with Deborah Schwartz, Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. Hi, and welcome to Animal Zone. I'm Arthur von Wiesenberger, and this handsome fellow is Mikey, my adopted pit bull. Animal Zone is the A to Z on everything about adoptable pets. Whether you're looking for a bird, a cat, a dog, or even a tortoise, we've got experts who can share their knowledge and insights. So cuddle up with your favorite critter and join us as we explore the Animal Zone. If you want to see more about Animal Zone and other things, check out our website, animalzone.org. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. With so many things to do and so little time, it's no wonder busy people from soccer moms to active professionals choose Educated Hand Car Wash. So why is Educated Hand Car Wash so different? It's the convenience factor. Their system is a complete hand car wash with a spot-free rinse and, as always, the most competitive gas prices in town. Through the technology of reverse osmosis, the last rinse that hits your car is pure and clean. And don't forget to really prepare your car for the winter months ahead with Educated Car Wash's detailing department. Their services include shampoo and carpets, paste and polish waxing with an oscillating buffer, and cleaning and conditioning the upholstery. A professional detail at reasonable prices. Award-winning year after year in the news press and independent. Educated Car Wash at the corner of Hitchcock and State, right next to Jack in the Box. Follow them on Twitter and Facebook. Educated Car Wash. Okay, we are back. We're speaking with the Deborah Schwartz. She is a member of our planning commission here. Very, very bright gal. And she was just about to tell us what was the most rewarding experience she's had on the commission. And she was about to bookend it. But before you do, I want to just give a shout out and thank you to my sponsors, American Riviera Bank, Trembley Financial, Without those guys, people wouldn't be bored with me every week by listening to this show. Thank you very much, American Riviera Bank. Um, Eusebio Cordova is a very good guy over there. Tim Tremblay, sweetheart of a guy, been a friend of mine for years. And they have graciously paid me hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, a year just to do this show. Isn't that cool, Deborah? Sounds cool to me. Yeah, I wish, right? (laughs) So give me your... Give me your most rewarding experience you've had on the commission. Now, we were talking about that before we went on the break, and I'm sure you've seen some great stuff. Well, I have, and it's really hard to just pinpoint in in our time together today, Guy, but I would say, as corny as this sounds, that this experiment that we have called democracy for government in action and democracy in action to occur in an open setting where uh, we do the public's work, that is our job, and the public can come forward uh, to speak to us in public. It is on the record without fear of retaliation, of oppression, of intimidation, is very special. And I am reminded of this in each planning commission hearing and how important it is to respect that and to cherish it and to encourage the public as inconvenient as it may be to come to City Hall on a Thursday afternoon, 
but to express themselves, their interests, their concerns, even their criticisms. So I want to take this opportunity on your show to redouble the message to welcome the community to come and let us know uh, because uh, that is their right and we are there to serve the public. And it's quite the experience. As you well know, I did that for the very first time. I've never spoken at a council meeting. I've never spoken at a commission meeting like that. But I had the opportunity to do so on behalf of uh, some clients of mine, some friends of mine. Um, what was that, about a month ago? Two months ago, a month ago? Where um, they were, you know, as you, without being specific, built a, erected a beautiful building. They were trying to get a uh, CUP, conditional use permit, for um, this particular building where the zoning had been changed years ago. They don't pay really attention to it. They you know, spent five or six million dollars and say, oh, I'm sorry, you can't do this with this building. Now that alone on the surface would make anybody stand up and say, hey, what the hell is going on here? But when you actually dive into it and you listen to both sides and you actually read what's going on, there's certain procedures that actually make sense. And um, that was one time where I felt that you guys at the Planning Commission, but it was the only time, because it was the only time I fo follow it, you know? You only see negative stuff in the news regarding the commission or, you know, we we gravitate to the negative stuff for some reason the public does. But the positive stuff is is so much better to gravitate to, and um, and you saw that there on that meeting where they got a and I don't know if this is really <clears throat> if this is really uh, normal the seven seven to zero approval rate. I mean, do we do you usually have? It doesn't happen all the time, um, and sometimes that's a good thing that it doesn't because it reflects. Uh, the diversity of interpretations and in views and values, um, and in what we think is right given all of the factors, all the ingredients uh, that come into play. But on that particular hearing, as you mentioned, yes, it was a unanimous decision um, to support uh, that applicant's request. And in those cases, it just shows that regardless of our differences, the seven of us, uh, we could all find our way together uh, in support of what made sense, given all of the considerations. So I'm very pleased when we're able to do that. And even when we're not, I think as long as we're all prepared and thoughtful and uh, we, we leave any uh, personal or partisan views at the door before we walk into those council chambers and deliberate, I think that's a good day for good government. And you know how strongly I feel about that. I do. I do. And for those of you that are listening saying, what the hell is this guy talking about? Why does he have a plan? I thought this was a mortgage, sh a show about mortgages. Well, this is. This directly affects and had an, uh, had an effect on a mor mortgage financing for this particular building for my clients and my friends that had built this building. Without that unanimous decision, we may have not funded that loan. We did fund the loan, and we are moving forward, but... This goes to show common sense on the uh, on on everybody's account. Um, uh, obviously, there's there's people opposed to, you know, that's what makes this country so great. There's people for and against, and once you come together and you have an elected body such as the council come together and say, "Hey, well, you guys aren't elected. You guys are we're appointed, appointed. by the city council." Right. So. Yeah. Um, you, you know, it's just, it was a feel-good moment. So how this pertains to mortgage financing, they were applying for a, a conditional use permit. Without it, we wouldn't be able to fund this, you know, $3 million, $4 million loan. Um, so everything hinges. That's how this all came together. That's how I have Deborah on this show because I was fascinated, wanted to learn more about it. And it does hinge. Mortgage financing, you know, their decisions do matter. And they do have an effect on mortgage financing because without the right zoning, without the right approvals, without, you know, everything that goes along with it. And if you don't know how to maneuver there um, through that maze, then you could be in big trouble. 
Deborah can help you maneuver through some of those with her current company and her position. We're going to get more uh, to that. Am I right or am I off on that? You're, I'm correct, yes, right? Yes, land use planning yeah, and policy plan- consulting. So we're going to get more on that when we come back. You're listening to Guy Rivera. Speak with Deborah Schwartz. Your guy in the mortgage industry will be right back. Transform yourself and your relationships this spring at SBCC School of Extended Learning. How to speak and hear others is key to joy and success. Turn conflict into compassionate dialogue at the 12th Annual Nonviolent Communications Conference. It's free March 29th and open to all tickets for the March 30th and 31st conference, just $100. The Mind and Supermind series returns May 6th with TEDx. Presenter Dave Mokel to connect meaning and purpose with health and happiness. Tickets $20. Call now to register, 683-8200. Mesa Produce is there for you when the street market isn't. The owner picks from local growers to supply the finest in all varieties of fruits and vegetables, selecting the best from each and bringing them fresh to you. Be sure to grab one of their many homemade delicious jams. Mesa Produce is located on Cliff Drive on the Mesa. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday, noon to 6 Mesa Produce, bringing the farm to your table. This is the place that talks about Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara's astronomical unit. Community Matters, radio, real estate, money talk. The Andy Caldwell Show. Santa Barbara T-Sports Radio Show. Golf Radio Show. Community Alert. Mortgage Matters. Welcome to the Voices. 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 Voices of Santa Barbara. The CEO Report. Bahar presents about education. Farm to Table Hour. Welcome to Around the World. The Jeremiah Show. History. Friday. The Art and Antiques Radio Show. Garden Gossip. Cook and Fork Radio. Tell me your story. KZSB, AM 1290. For over 35 years, Lucas and Llewellyn's estate-grown sustainable vineyards have grown the grapes that produce some of the finest wines in Santa Barbara County. Enjoy the remarkable wines of Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Cabernet, Malbec, and Viognier. The Lucas and Llewellyn Wine Club offers generous discounts to members, as well as fabulous wine country events. Experience the bounty of Santa Barbara County's wine region and become part of the Lucas and Llewellyn family. Visit our beautiful tasting room, located at 1645 Copenhagen Drive in Solvang, California. Visit us on the web at llwine.com. Okay, we are back. We are speaking with the Deborah Schwartz Planning Commission uh, member, doer of great things here in Santa Barbara and around the world. Okay, um, Deborah, let's jump right into what are the top three recommendations for project applicants because we were just talking about a project that has been going on, and these guys, I mean, you know, my clients were just feeling like, he actually told me, next time I want to build something, guy, buy me a hammer so I can whack myself on the head with it, and then we, we'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Um, but Well, we don't want that to be the experience of the no, applicant, so no. let's, let's see how we can improve the process, right? No, you've already improved it. He's, he's sleeping a lot better. We funded the loan. You guys, uh, you know, a it's thing. a positive thing. We're moving forward. And, yeah. you know, and he, and he told me, I said after that was done, I just sleep like a rock. He wasn't sleeping. So what are the three, what are top three recommendations for project applicants if, if somebody was coming in? And just tell us... Um, Tell us what what they are, advanced research on application and fee requirements. Tell me what that's all about. Sure. I would say, uh, you know, whether an applicant is looking to undertake a modest project or a significant multi-story, multi-family housing project, which we have a number of them in the city, we can talk about that. Certainly advanced research is important, whether the applicant, property owner, investor wants to do that on their own or hire local experienced professionals. Uh, But that upfront research to understand what the process will entail and what the cost estimates are likely to be is very important, going into it eyes wide open. Uh, And uh, so I think uh, certainly I, I stress local professionals because I've had the experience where Project applicants have uh, used people they know from out of area, and that uh, seems to have uh, created uh, a rough, a rocky initial start. Okay, so let's get back to advanced research on application and fee requirements. So let's get real basic for a um, 
for a nobody like myself to say, okay, I want to do a remodel on my house. Now, I would just go out and do what you said here, hire a local professional. But if somebody wanted to do the advanced research, take it step by step. Do they actually go down to the county? They, they apply, they pick up all these... All, you know, they pick up all the documentation, fill it out themselves, which, um, I mean, t- take a step-by-step. Absolutely. There are a number of ways to approach it. Um, at 630 Garden Street, uh, at the planning counter, is often a good starting point uh, where city planning staff can answer some very fundamental starting questions. Uh, that's, again, if an applicant has not hired a local professional to be their agent uh, to pursue this for them. Uh, there's also lots more information online now at the city and the county level pertaining to properties, process policies. And uh, so more than ever, we have online digitized information available as a starting point. But I would say all of that is important before uh, con- even considering just submitting an application and, and starting kind of blindly in that regard. Right. And hire a good contractor. They have these people that they work with hand in hand yeah, to do this for you. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and it's just smart. Hiring professionals to do um, to do a job that they're skilled at, you know, is always the smart thing to do. I always say on this show, you know, you're not gonna go and ask your mechanic, you know, um, how to apply for a mortgage, you know, or talk to your mechanic or about a mortgage, unless he's a mortgage broker, always talk to your trusted real estate lending professional yeah. or, a real est- or, or a realtor or, you know, it's just that way. And, and the same goes here. Um, and to navigate the process is often complex, it's time-consuming. It, it can try one's patience, let alone uh, one's pocketbook or wallet. And so to that end, it's often best left in the hands of a local professional, again, depending upon the scope of a project, the complexity, uh, and uh, the budget that's, that's brought to, um, to the application work. Sure, sure. Um, if possible, hire local professionals. We just talk, document all communication with city representatives. So you can write stuff down that you have had a conversation with a city representative, but how do you prove it? Do you well email? Do you record them or just or yeah. email? Obviously, but when you go email in there and you're talking important. to these guys, yes. at mm-hmm. the at the counter, yeah, you know, do you FaceTime everybody? Do you FaceTime it? Make a video recording of that? Well, that is that allowed? Because you know. I don't think Whoa. I'd go the FaceTime route guy, but what I would recommend... <laughs> what I would you go recommend, the recording yes, type, yes. Uh, you know. Uh, what I would recommend, because all of these city planners have city email addresses, is that once there is a contact uh, to follow up, again, whether you're doing it or you're having your local professional do it for you, is to begin to have the formal written communication, letters, emails, and so forth, because that way uh, you develop the record of the communication of process, expectations, fees, and so forth. And uh, to me, keeping good record uh, in that regard is very important as the process unfolds. And there will be more complications of a, in a variety of ways down the road. So to have that record to refer back to uh, and to use as a foundation for moving a project forward is very important. I'm, I continue to be surprised when I have heard from some applicants that they've had a number of verbal conversations and came away with varying understandings of expectation of process, next steps, but there really hasn't been the written communication that I think is needed to back up um, all those conversations. So that's what I would recommend throughout. Yeah, and therein lies the, the purpose of my you know, statement. Do you record those conversations? You go in there. I mean, you know, um, because this verbal stuff, unless you have true documentation, is on both sides not really worth the, uh, you know, the air that you're breathing, right? Yes, and I think uh, it's beneficial for all parties. Involved. Absolutely, with any business, you know, we have, um, you know, we have email communications that we retain on each file just to back up mm-hmm. all 
all communications, and that's the smart way to go about it. That's truly a smart thing to do with any type of transaction you do. Interacting. Some of the feedback, Guy, by the way, we've received is that interacting with local government, again, whether that's the city of Santa Barbara or the county of Santa Barbara, in this case we're just talking about the city, uh, can be overly complex and burdensome. And so, uh, as you may know, you know, one of my goals as a city planning commissioner is to work with my colleagues and city staff and the city council uh, to achieve more streamlined processes, improve our processes to encourage applicants to bring uh, meaningful projects to the city and also to shepherd them through the city process in a more timely way, which when we talk about housing, that is key because if we don't do that, we're not going to get additional housing applications and the actual housing built. And that is a priority in our general plan to focus on. And that's good stuff to know. Um, it is a process. On that note, Richard's giving us another finger, which means we're going to have to take our final, final commercial break. Again, this, this show is uh, rebroadcast Tuesdays, 10 p.m., Sundays at noon, you're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. Thursday night, the Westmont Warriors begin their quest for a national championship from Kansas City as they open play in the 82nd NAIA Division I Men's Basketball National Championship against the third-ranked Benedictine Kansas Ravens. And you can hear all the action live on AM 1290. I'm John Martin. He joined me from Historic Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City Thursday night. It all starts with the pregame show at 5 o'clock, tip-off 5.30. Westmont versus Benedictine Kansas right here on your Warriors station, AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press radio station. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local commercial and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. With so many things to do and so little time, it's no wonder busy people from soccer moms to active professionals choose Educated Hand Car Wash. So why is Educated Hand Car Wash so different? It's the convenience factor. Their system is a complete hand car wash with a spot-free rinse and, as always, the most competitive gas prices in town. Through the technology of reverse osmosis, the last rinse that hits your car is pure and clean. And don't forget to really prepare your car for the winter months ahead with Educated Car Wash's detailing department. Their services include shampoo and carpets, paste and polish waxing with an oscillating buffer, and cleaning and conditioning the upholstery. A professional detail at reasonable prices. Award-winning year after year in the news press and independent. Educated Car Wash at the corner of Hitchcock and State, right next to Jack in the Box. Follow them on Twitter and Facebook. Educated Car Wash. Okay, we are back, and we are speaking with Deborah Schwartz, land use planning and policy consultant, and in her 10th year serving on the City of Santa Barbara Planning Commission. So let's talk about, okay, so we, we've been talking about some various issues, how they affect the public, how they affect mortgage financing, and this show's about mortgage financing, but let's talk about Deborah Schwartz. And what you do, I bet you are great at what you do because I've seen you in action on the planning uh, commission. So tell us, tell us what you do. Let's start with John Doe wanting to do whatever it is, and he calls Deborah Schwartz. Well, thanks, Guy. I'll give you a, a sense of the range of client work that I do, uh, and most of my work comes through referrals. Uh, it's everything from a small remodel, very modest. Um, young family uh, looking to continue to stay in Santa Barbara and they want to improve uh, their property and expand it given their expanding family all the way up through um, larger property owners elsewhere. It could be in the county, Montecito, who have um, significant redevelopment interests. Uh, they may also have 
some very complex permitting and planning needs. I was brought in several years ago on a project that was on appeal to the California Coastal Commission. So to navigate both the policy and the politics of that can require a different scope and set of planning and permitting skills and knowledge. Uh, and as you mentioned earlier in the program, I'm very pleased to be an affiliate member of the Santa Barbara Association of Realtors. Uh, a number of my client projects have been referred to me through some of our more notable and successful real estate professionals in town. So it's um, been a real honor, and I uh, I like to problem solve for my clients. That's what that's what I'm brought on to do, and and to make their lives and their real estate interests uh, as smoothly as possible towards towards completion, towards resolution and success. So you pretty much keep down the stress factor when somebody's doing something to their home and you help navigate this maze of city politics and planning. I like that. That's my aim, yes. You've articulated that well, Guy. <laughs> well, Deborah, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Is there anything you'd like to add about yourself before... Um, before we move into wrapping this show up, uh, how can people get in touch with you? Tell, you know, this is the time where you throw Deborah Schwartz out there to the world. I'd say the best way to reach me is by my cell phone. Uh, I have it on all the time, so please feel free to contact me at area code 415-412-4224. It's been a pleasure being in the studio with you today. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have uh, more conversations about land use planning and policy. What's the name of the company? What's the name of your company? Oh, we're Mesa Consulting. Mesa Consulting. And, and you have a website? I'm a, I'm a principal with that. The best way, to, though, I'm on the go much of every day. So the best way to reach me, easiest for your listeners, is to just call me on 415-412-4224 anytime. That sounds very good. And if you didn't get that number, look her up on the Santa Barbara Association of Realtors affiliate page. She's there. Did you upload your picture there yet? Because we arranged that for the affiliates it to upload. Be. Okay, great. We'll reconfirm. Thank so you Deborah, again. you're very welcome, and I really appreciate it. I know you're a very busy gal, and I know that uh, you're doing great things for good people, as we are at Guarantee Mortgage. That's what we do, great things for good people. Um, 1736 State Street, drop by the office. Come by and see me. Let's put a mortgage to work for you. 1736 State Street or 687-6282. I'm at extension 13. We are doing great things for good people at Guarantee Mortgage. You've been listening to Mortgage Matters. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Tune in next week. Have a great week. That was a tasteful and moving program, Mr. Rivera. It's 